There's a lot to discuss in life. There's a lot going on right now, but we're focusing on the key issues. What's the best bench to sit on? What would it be like to get a Bollywood Airbnb? And who's the sexiest musician in a band? It's all going to get talked about in the brown load. Should we start? One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to the brown load, boys. Yay. And, and potentially, potentially, potentially the last one, the last one that we, we could be doing in lockdown. Before, By next week, we're all back together. Before any of that, I what? think we have to sing happy birthday. Oh, no. Yeah, to, now, do no, just, no, no, no. Don't, don't we have to sing the whole thing, do we? Oh, you what? don't have to. You can, because, yes, today is my birthday, but by the time this podcast comes out, it's yes. done. Happy and, you know, belated birthday to you. Yeah, yeah, belated and all that. But thank you. Yeah, today is the actual birthday. And um, it's weird because I was like, you know, um, do I want to do the podcast on my birthday? Do I, do I, do I tell you guys, guys, it's, it's my birthday on that day. to spend your birthday. Yeah, exactly. You know, with your mates. Right. And I thought, actually, this isn't work. <laughs> this is, this is fun. This is just a chat. We yeah. can't hang out. This is like, this is like my birthday Zoom call when people have a little birthday Zoom party. This is it. I mean, it is a bit of a shame that we weren't, you know, be able to be together and do a little cake cutting because I think we would have probably done something like that, even not on the podcast, but I'm just saying. Is it, is it a shame? It's all right. Tommy would have made some nice food for us. It would have been brilliant. Right. It's a shame you missed out on free food. I get that, Kedge. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is. I'd have bought you a cake, Tommy. I'm just saying. I, I, well, I'm just saying I'm 44 years old. This is fine. It, me seeing you like this, I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't need, I don't need any more from this relationship. It's cool. I'm going to get my laugh and get my, going to get my jokes. going to hear some stories from you guys. I'm going to share some stories. I'm sat in my front room. You're sat in your houses and kitchens or wherever you are. Right. Mm -hmm. This is, we're just three lads at home having a chat. And this is a perfect way for me to spend my birthday. So I'm, thank you. I'm the thank one you. who hasn't experienced a lockdown birthday. Both of you have now. Well, you, you were the one oh, that triggered yeah. it. You triggered lockdown because we, we went <laughs> yeah. on such an epic night out that I think Boris just went, right, hold a minute. Society's gone crazy. These guys have just done 40 different food and drink things in one day. They're smashed off their face. Satch is annoyed. This podcast isn't going to last unless I intervene with something major. <laughs> COVID was it looks like our friend Boris has decided that Kedge's birthday is going to be all right again this year, next year as well. What we, for New Year's Eve, was it? For, yeah, he's well, well, no, well, I, 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 no, I don't think he's he said that because he's he's basically putting us back in tears, isn't he? Really? <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds like you know, crying. You know, you know not, not crying, but you know what I mean, like tear one, two, and three. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's going to be that sort of moment of lottery, isn't it? When we all find out what do you, what do you, you know, it's like, it's like looking at that board where you got like, you know, when you get your exam results, what do you get? What do you get? What do you get for Irene? What do you get? What do you get? And we're all going to find out. So it was, I think it's going to be What did you get? What did you get? What did you get for RE? Is that the only example? <laughs> I just, no, I didn't even do RE GCSE, but I just, I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> what a religious education. I, I love know. it. <laughs> but you're like, right. You're right. So what's basically what we know so far is that the nation's going to be put into different like localized strategy. Now. Yes. It's not just one. There will not be. And he said this categorically. There will not be from December the 2nd, a blanket UK wide lockdown. That's not mm. going to happen. In fact, and there won't be any more going forward. It's time to start targeting the little bits. It's like saying, oh, I got a bit of a dead but I'm going to stop doing bicep curls because that doesn't really, re I'm going to pick up my running and my sit-ups. Do you see what I mean? It's, no. He's like, he's targeting areas of the body. No, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> you know, when you first start going gym, you just kind of do a bit of everything. And then you get to a point where you go, actually, no, these are the areas I need to target. That's what he's doing. 
That's what he's doing. That's, that no, makes no, sense. I kind of get what he means. Yeah, yeah, no. You know it, what? You don't, you don't, don't go gym. You don't, Mate, you don't know. Mate, he's Look, you can tell already. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I get what he's, what Tommy's trying to say is he's, he's attacking the places that need to be sort of attacked and in, in solve a problem. In, in exactly. Face. I, I, just, I just literally, like, um, we put it up on the Brown Note Insta stories as well, literally the 2nd of December, and I just thought, that's it. It's the call. You know, that sort of all-famous oh. and it's just, I've already booked the hairdressers it's just it's all going isn't it everyone's going it's, it's, it's funny you say that because that, that's the only thing i'm looking forward to that's like gonna open on the second the barbers i need to go to the bar i'm looking like Shara, uh, so, uh, kumara sanu again all of them all of them you see what i mean if you took all three of their heads just merged it sat in his big big puffy head right now funny, but, uh, but this is this is funny for me and maybe i'm kind of biased as a, as a bald man but i'm like you're like oh man yeah december the second i can't wait i've already booked my appointment at the hairdressers that's oh, funny yeah. to me not like i'm oh, i've spoken to my mates we're gonna go down the pub and we're gonna you know have an all day kedge and watch the tottenham game oh by the way people allowed back into the stadium soon as well they said as well apparently yeah they're looking at about four thousand um for most um uh, stadiums for Arsenal obviously that would be full capacity which is why everyone's debating you're such you know, a, you know what any excuse any excuse had to get that Arsenal fans it just you know only one third of this podcast doesn't like you alright as well as I said is, I, I, Kedrick just speaks more about Arsenal fans than his own sort of fans and his team so you know that kind of says a lot about it I got told that today as well by everyone they're going Kedge, are you an Arsenal fan in he is. I, I think he is well, it's so close, isn't it? It's, you know, it's north, it's the north. You could switch. You could easily switch between the two. No, but it's funny you mentioned that because it's Arsenal Tottenham the, the first Saturday after lockdown. Oh wow! Oh, is it? What, yeah, with a, with a, with a potentially with a crowd then with a four thousand. Oh, are they going to be able to get a crowd in that quickly? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I'm not sure, about, but I think it'd be uh, it'd be nice to actually go and like watch the game with your mates or something if you're allowed to do that. Like I, I, I don't know what they're doing. Christmas party, a cheeky little one. Maybe we can get out somewhere. To be fair, we can always have a Christmas party, us three, because there's only three of us. There's no rule of six or anything. Do you, yeah. do you see what I mean? And this is the company. Yep, and technically this is work. But what's this about only two families that you could join? So we're not families. Oh, I thought it was three. No, definitely not. We're definitely not. <laughs> I, I want to make that very clear. That, even you know, then, it's like we can't then, then we can't meet because we're not. No, uh, from what I read was it, you could meet up to three families could meet for those days in between sort of Christmas, uh, that, that five day window that they've given us. Right. Yeah. That's what so, you, so basically the thing is, I find it bizarre because he's basically <laughs> saying for Christmas, we're going to loosen things up, not based on the numbers, not based on the fact that there's the R rate and the, you know, the, the amount of infections rate and this rate, he's just kind of going, I know you lot are going to do bung it anyway. So I'm just going to loosen up the Nala and just go for it. Have some fun. Shake it about a bit and then just tighten up the Nala when you're done, all right? Loosening up Nalas, though, plenty of people have already pretty much lost their Nalas because they're all ending up, as Sad said, in Dubai. It's just, <laughs> it's just gathered momentum. I think we were the first to call this maybe three, four weeks ago. Sad, to say, did. Sad what did, it. What did we say? What did we say three, four weeks ago? I, I, just, I just noticed that for some reason, half of the UK was in Dubai. And, and it's just kind of gained momentum, as Kedge said, over the past few weeks. And, and even and I could open my phone right now, go on someone's Instagram story, and I will guarantee you I'll see someone in Dubai. But then that's because Dubai right now is the only place that's quarantine free. You do the test beforehand, three days before. Yep. You take that to the airport and you check in. You go, yeah, look, I'm clean. And then they let you in. And so well, you that, can have that, a 
now you can just turn up and get a test done there. You yeah, they, you te- yeah, you get tested. You don't need to. You don't need to do all that malarkey. Right? Is that what you're? Is that what you're going to do when you go to Dubai, Satch? You guys seem very clued on, both of you, about the, the the process here. What's going on? Am I missing out? Did I not get the correct cornflakes packet with the voucher on it? Satch, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Satch, well, tell me where you're. I, I, I ain't got nowhere. I don't. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Satch and me are both going to Dubai, not at the same time, but we are both there. <laughs> Around all, throughout most of December, <laughs> I'll just say that. How many sub newspapers did you get collect? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, we've been collecting the tokens, and, yeah. uh, and and now it's happening. I need to ask both of you because I, I okay, fine. So so I, I love it that you're going. I think it's yeah. brilliant for you, yeah. you guys. Thank need, you. need to go there. But well, look, see, everyone's just waiting for the butt. See that kind of that when you pretext and align with that. I know your your mindset in in the whole sitting on a plane because I don't think I'm ready for that. Are you I'm, guys? I'm, okay? I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that because I just think it's constant same. No, air no, no. If you if you re- if you read up about what you're talking about, you can see have. that which things have changed. And if you look at like um some of the airlines that you'd fly with over there, like they've specifically they keep the windows open. Basically, that's what they're saying. The windows are open the whole way there. I've heard specifically. Here we um, go. <laughs> I love both of you justifying this. I've never heard them justify it or know any information about anything as well. I'll, as no, I'll, I'll give you the information. What it is, is, and I've shown this video to like, uh, my dad the other day, funny enough, because he's, oh, he's thinking of heading out there. And um, it was something to do with how they've changed the whole air conditioning in a plane. And it's right. up, it changes the air in, in the plane every three minutes or something like that. Brilliant. Tommy, do you want to add to that? I was just waiting to just drop my fact statistic here, right? Fact. Go on. And that is um, the chances of you catching COVID-19 on an aeroplane, according to scientists, are way lower than you think. Okay. According to the scientists that I've read stories, have actually written the stories themselves, and also the travel agents that sold me the package deal, said that basically you've got less, less than like 1% chance right. of catching it on a plane, right? Guys. So, and I see everybody meeting by the school gates. I see all the mums and dads. I see the people in Tesco's and Sainsbury's and Aldi mm. and everywhere else, right? I see how people mix in the streets when they're Rap- running past. Today, someone ran past me. <gasps> and I'm like, man, you know, that's selfish. When I run past people, I put my head down and I breathe the other way and I don't, I don't use those steps to breathe anywhere around them, particularly if they've got, you know, they've got kids, they've got prams. They've got any, I'm like, I'm, I cross over, get out of the way. So what I'm saying is, it's fine. The aeroplane is not the problem. Guys, can I just say, firstly, like, I mean, you are probably the two best defense lawyers I've seen in a long time. And if, if you were in the, uh, the undoing, Hugh Grant would be walking a free yeah. man by now. Yeah. That was exactly. a brilliant performance by both of you. Maybe we should have been in it, Tommy. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not a performance. It's fact. Fact <laughs> from scientists. <laughs> yes. But yeah. have you seen? Have, talking of the undoing, have you seen episode five? Are we up to speed? Can I, can I tell you something? It's so good to to have something you can watch, which is fan blooming tastic. It's long just time. great. Oh, so long. A great story. It's all intertwined. It's not obvious. It's well acted. You got A list stars in it. It's well made. It's just even it's the just theme everything. Tune. I love the theme tune. Oh yes, dark shining right above. Nicole sings yeah. that herself. Does she really? 
She's singing that. That's that's the voice. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly about Nicole Kidman. Do you think there's something up with her um her smile? There's I something... think it's I think it's injected, isn't it? I think it's that no. sort of. The, Do you, the, you don't no, know that. that no, 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 no. There's lines here on the side of her lip, like where her lips meet. That's, that's injected lines. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Perfection. Let's no, just no, no, check no, no, out no. all your angles. No, uh, <laughs> mate, you can see whatever lines you want, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's noticeable. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's because every time there's a close up of her face, I always knows, I always really like, <laughs> notice her nose and her nostrils flare up quite a lot when she looks oh guilty. God, guys, what? Like, I, I, I mentioned Maya Jammer's nostrils, but now I've moved on to Nicole Kidman's nostrils, and I, I think she's got pretty, like, what's the word? Um, emotive nostrils. <laughs> Expressive. <laughs> see, Expressive. see, what I, yeah. with the smile and the lips, for me, it reminds me of like the the, the Joker at the Batman. You know, like it's that, like that thin bit at the yeah, end. Yeah, I, yeah, I know just, what you know about. what I mean. I, well, now I'm going to be getting blooming fixated on it aren't i because now that you've pointed it out it's going to bug me but yeah. i actually think she looks she looks like a i keep describing her, i said to my wife i said she looks like a doll she looks like a porcelain mm. doll she looks great yeah, um, she looks good and what's so great about a character can i just say about this role she's perfectly pitched this role where she could be guilty she could be part of the kind of suspects she could be masterminding the whole thing because she's a psychologist she's vulnerable at the same time it's like this She's just got this mix of character so, down to a to T. So after we saw two episodes, we all made a little prediction. Do mm. we want to, ahead of the last episode, do you want to change? Do you want to stick or twist with your... Who, did you, who did you say it was? It's I said it was going to be her dad, right? The, the, the husband of the... No, Nicole, Nicole Kidman's dad. Oh, the old boy. The old fella. Yeah. yeah. I now okay. want to change that. No, okay, okay. Well, hold that thought. Hold that thought. What did you say, Satch? Last time? What did I say? I can't even remember. You said you said it, you said it was going to be Nicole Kidman herself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did, yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. And I and I said it was Miguel, the boy of the murdered woman. Correct. Right? The yeah. son of the man. Okay. So, so who do you want to change to, Cage? I'm going to change to the lawyer, um, um, Grace's what? friend, the blonde lady. Oh, the blonde. My reasoning behind it. Hugh Grant mentioned that he's had. Another fling, a one-off fling. I reckon yeah. it's her. Yeah. I reckon she got jealous and she battered this lady to death because she just got jealous of it all. And also, we don't see her a lot of her. We only see her in her office. We don't yeah. see her with her family or anything. Not that that matters much, but I'm just saying mm. it's, it's, she comes across as very business. And that conversation we saw in episode five when she's chatting to Grace, she's desperate. It felt like she's desperate to... Put him in the in the prison. But I see what you mean. You I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. She was like, "Oh, do you see what I mean?" But anyway, but that's what I want to change to with the reasons. Likely. I'm going to stick with Miguel. So, okay, just a recap. Okay, spo a slight spoiler alert on what's what just happened in the last episode. If you haven't caught it up, caught up with it just yet. But at the, I'm just pausing, slowing it down a little bit so people can can just mute or skip forward thirty seconds or whatever. But if you, if, there was a hammer. Hammer found in Nicole Kidman's son's room what looks like and was described as the hammer that killed the woman in the first place. So effectively the son of Nicole Kidman going after the woman that his dad's had an affair with. Right. Mm. I still stick with my theory. I reckon he's got the hammer from Miguel. I think he knows his dad was having an oh. affair with Miguel's mum. Miguel's killed her, killed his mum because he's so angry. 
And now the guilt or whatever, because don't forget that we now know the son knew the whole time. The son knew something was up because he saw his yeah. dad with the woman having an affair. So, so I, you're, you think the, the, the two kids have conspired together to kill? No, I think Miguel's did it, but this kid's smarter and he's taken the hammer from Miguel. But then he also appeared too confused and he was asking his dad whether his dad really did it. You know, he was really worried yeah. that was it. So that was too convincing. So that's the only thing that throws that but theory out. That, but, but your theory... Know. I swear Miguel's the kid that found her. So it, well, exactly. So how do we know we found her? How do you know there we you found go. her alive and then finished her off? All right. I just well, can I just say, sorry, before Satch explains that, when we were first shown that woman's face in the oh. courtroom, oh, my God, even I vomited almost. No, but even those little things that they do when they show her being hit by the hammer and the head yeah. moves really quickly, that's freaky, man. Yeah, but listen, the undoings on Sky Atlantic, if you haven't seen it, it's brilliant. Satch, are you sticking with... Who are you sticking with? Nicole Kidman. Your- yeah, do you know what? I, I think I will because I think it's it's too easy to say it's going to be her son because I don't think it is. Like, yeah, correct. I agree. It's not going to be him, so I'm still sticking with her. And okay. maybe we we've kind of ended episode five with like, oh my god, they found the the, the someone's found that. Do you see what I mean? And it's still right. her doing the the deed because because they need an episode to explain it all, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's now got all come together. It's now got to kind of unravel and all come is it, together. Is it the last one? Ne- next last week? one's yes. next week, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, cannot wait. Right, uh, let's play a tune. tonight the party's oh. right here this is my, this is my party this is my birthday party um can i take a quick thing i remember this today i was around my mum's house mm. and um and uh i said to her i said do you remember when we were growing up in east ham right we lived in our, t- in our little house and kind of when life was sort of simple and all my relatives on the same road i said do you remember what i wanted for my birthday one year and she started laughing straight away because she knew exactly where i was going and uh, i said she's and she said to me what do you want for your birthday i said i just want everyone to come over all my cousins from the street, like on the street, like 20, 30 people, that is. Yeah. Um, and I want Taiji to play the doll, the dolki, right? My Thai. My, my, I remember my, this. I remember right? this. And that's all I want, because I wanted to sit there with a the spoon and do the duck, 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 duck bit, right? Brilliant. And I realised, <laughs> like, 
then I, then I realized like a doll is is what makes it. You play a doll now. Look at every kind of you know big Bollywood song. It's always got a big drum. Even if it's not yeah. a doll, you know the the kind of what are those big kind of Rajasthani drums. You know drums dolls yeah. are the one. So I was a little bit surprised to read in the paper today hmm. that drummers are the least sexiest musicians. Oh, right. I kept, they, they, this is obviously this was a mainstream story, like in the Sun or something like that. And they were saying basically really controversial, right? Because I think if we look at okay, first let me just finish off the story. They're saying drummers are the least sexiest, guitarists are the hottest. I thought these are musicians. I don't think the singer counts. I think lead singers are always the hottest. Oh, but out of the musicians, yeah. so you know, you look at who's on keyboards, who's on guitar, who's on drums, on who's on whatever. He's all right, percussion and saxophone. Yeah. I would have thought saxophone or, you know, those kind of wind instruments might have been high. But no, guitarist number one, drummers are the least. Whereas I think you look at Odessi band, the doll players are the, I mean, if I was going to take a bloke home out They're of like six. DCS, I'd take the doll player home out of DCS. I'm saying I wouldn't take the key. The key <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've seen enough Gujarati bands, bruv. What are the drummers like? The tabla player is not the sexiest <laughs> normally. I don't think so. Well, think of all that, all that he can do with his hand. He's what? I said normally the tabla player's got a really dodgy moustache. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I, I think the the thing I think about this is, and obviously I'm around door pairs quite a lot. Well, I was last year, I'd like to say. Oh, well. <laughs> um, just generally at like, events and stuff. And I'm saying, um, they're not. like the, I kind of see them as like, they're the most kind of like, Sweatiest people that yeah, I, I would, yeah, yeah exactly. And like, I always forget, I never forget. It's like uncontrollable. They'd, they'd finish their set, they'd come over to me and give me a hug. I'm like, bruv, stay away from me. Like, what, yeah. what are you giving me a hug for? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you why. If it all kicked off at that party, yeah. you'd want to be behind a line of door players because those are the boys that are gonna, they're, they're your army right there. They're proper, they got a proper set of shoulders, good back you know even even with a regular drummer in a kind of western kind of style drums and and band you know that's that's some mad arm power they're, those are the guys to be around they're fine they've got the rhythm you know they're, they're in natural beat an english band though i would have thought the drummer would be quite i think you know because he's moving a lot I, I think he does look quite sexy compared yeah, there you to, go so i would have thought the least sexiest in a in a band would be the keyboard player because yeah. normally a little bit geeky they 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 don't know how to move, and they, it looks like they're only playing three notes at a time. Yeah, no, exactly. but the keyboard player kind of has to hold everyone together in a weird sort of way because he's playing the keyboard and he's usually got like the little beats machine. That's you know giving it a little oh, you know nowadays, everyone, nowadays, keeping but, everyone in check. Yeah, and so what's he doing? What's he doing? He's realised as a keyboard player, he ain't going to get no action. So he started bringing in some beat sequences <laughs> into his keyboard because he knows the, the drummers are the ones. See, I think what the most confusing part is, is the uh, guitarists, especially um, bass guitarists, because I think they're just in the world of their own. Like, they're not even going along with the music or... Do, do you see what I mean? Well, no, when you guitarists, you're just like... But I think if you have guitar instant, you've got instant, like, 10 points of sexiness straight away. Like you said, guitar saxophone i think well saxophone that's it that's the only thing really you can blow into and look sexy i don't think <laughs> if you're trumpet i don't know remember that, <laughs> okay, remember that time kedge remember that time when you got if you're a trumpet player, i don't think anyone counts you as sexy if you're an oboe or a bassoon player no if you're a violinist no I think it depends on the music as well. Because now I'm thinking, if you were like a jazz trumpet player, then there, there, there's some cool cats out yeah, there playing agree, trumpet. Agree. Right? I, I but if you're like a, you know, if you're in a choir. I think, you know, the people who hold that thing like a, go, 
like it's like a maracas, but it's like a round thing with like a net thing around it. I don't know what that's yeah, called. That like a sh- it's a shaker. I think it's just called like a, shaker. a shaker. I think they'd be quite high up on the sexy list. Nah, nah, that is <laughs> that is. Awful. They get to move a little bit. They're doing a little bit of dancing as well. Awful, awful. <laughs> awful. I love it. You know those ones that go shaka 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 shaka. I think they're kind of sexy. No, it's a cool it's a cool noise it's a cool noise but no it doesn't rate as a what about, what about the indian band i mean what instruments did you guys play and let's rate our sexiness because obviously okay. you know you can start with right. me it's fine i like sad said i would actually be the leader of 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 the indian desi band because i'm holding it all together kedge on the harmonium i mean you know there's pumping action there's finger action it's just you know it's all happening at the same time i mean it takes a lot of skill to play an instrument like that i think you'll be you'll be like the you'll be the auntie's heartthrob because it's an old school instrument you know like all the aunties at the front will go oh but look at him he's skinny and young but yet he's he's old school he's got he's got an old soul in him sideways they'd love to see your old soul takes a lot of you know stamina How's it take stamina? You're, you're sitting sideways and your body no. is, is turning 90 degrees. That's a that's yoga yoga position the whole way through. I've won many an Indian talent competition playing a harmonium. The harmonium, you just got a pump like it's a bloody filing cabinet drawer. I don't yes. understand it. Like, yes. So it's just weird with all the way the paper, I don't know, like it's so all folded up. You wouldn't put that in there. So what, a sitar player? Is it sexier? Yeah, I think sitar players would definitely, because sitar more, players more seem specific. Yeah. Yeah, they seem clever and spiritual and they will like they will talk to you about life. I think they I'd think they come across quite like a hermit fight. Well, because they're solitary because no it's just one and look at that night the, the sitar is sexy long neck nice little little, little jitter at the bottom it's like it's like it's a good shape do you know what i mean it looks whereas your bag of wind and some keys it's like it's not a hot instrument like it's like it's, it's, come on man you can't See, compare I, yourself to a sitar when, when i was a kid before i actually worked out what djing was i used to play the doubler and they're um, oh, very good. I was going to say, Satch would be, a, I reckon Satch would be a yeah. sick player. And I was good at it. I used to play a garba, like when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I think yeah, 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 yeah. Garba, where you've played, now that you say that, I think I might have been at a garba where you played <laughs> a bit of, yeah. I thought he's good. You know, like when you read about these stories where the couple went on holiday together when they were kids and then they reunite 30 years later, you're going to go through your family albums at home and you're going to see each other <laughs> in each other's <laughs> pictures. Um, no, but Sat, I can see that. Sat, you're a DJ. You got. Give us little B. Give us little B on the on the, on the on table. The... No, I ain't giving you no B. I can't oh, play God. nothing now. No, 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 no. That, that was years ago. This was like oh, before. Da, this da, was da, before da, like pre. Did it get the Pre te- being a ten year old. Like, but I, I played for about a good four or five years. So a oh, very long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, da, no, I I played. Oh yeah, see, so you got double R, you got harmonium. I I played the cello at school. That's probably the most furthest they're going to get while you're playing that instrument because you ain't getting... There is nothing sexy about that instrument. Oh, hello. Me holding a big brown thing between my legs. They're going to all be visualizing themselves. That is that is the ultimate one. They're going to go, oh, imagine if I was that cello. And then you'll have, you'll have all these T-shirts going around saying, I want to be Tommy's cello. You know, play me between your legs, Tommy Sandu. I would have been the hot one out of the band, without doubt. And the only one bringing atmosphere, you got, I get it. Double out, Satch, you, you're, you're holding up my rear end. You're giving us the bait, you know, the bottom beats that kind of ticking us through. Kedge, harmonium, nice bit of keyboard. But when that cello cuts through, whoo, 
you're going to see, see some giant auntie knickers coming onto the stage. I'm telling you. I think you should have gone back to what you liked when you were a kid and played the big spoon or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> little boy, big spoon or little spoon? I'd, I'll take anyone. <laughs> podcast ago we were actually talking about um the world's best roundabout weren't we i think it was yeah, the- yeah. and car parks car parks and roundabouts it was that um calendar it was a calendar was it a calendar a guy who an old boy who put he used to yeah he made his own calendar every year they're quite popular it was roundabouts. london podcast festival one yes oh, okay right right so a fellow come across this week um his name is sam willett 23 years old and he's been going around rating benches in the UK. Stop, stop. Just pause there. Pause there. How old is this kid? He's, he's 23. 23. This is like a kind of Buddha's job that goes, you know, the, no, guy, who did no, the, car, no. yeah, the guy who did the car parks and the, and the roundabouts, he was like in his 60s or 70s. He's no, been doing it for years. This is, this a, is a genius. Because it's lockdown. Like, what else have you got to do? Exactly. And, and to be fair, he was ahead of the game. It's not lo- a lockdown thing. He started basically in, in August 2019, so last oh, year. Wow. And um, his, his Instagram page is actually called Rate This Bench. He's got over 8,000 followers. And um, wow. he goes, I've always been a fan of going around and sitting down and having a good eye for a bench. And that's what's kind of, you know, got him into going around and rating benches. And I thought this is, you know, it's a, it's a bit weird, but it, it, I think it's a quite a good thing to rate because people do use benches a lot. And I tell you what it is. When a bench is bad, you know about it. Yes. If a agree. bench is good, it's a game changer. Agree. Right. So what's a right. good bench. 
Well, for me, for example, okay, when I think of benches, like it can't be too low because I've got long legs. I'm relatively tall. And when I, if the bench is like, sometimes it's sunken in the mud, do you know where it is on the side of the kind of, I'm picturing one in a park and they're low. So when I sit down and they're low and they've got that little dip by the chitara pit, so it goes up, it goes higher around the back of your knees. Do you know what I mean? And it goes down. So when it goes down, so my chitara's even lower. So I'm in, I'm in a virtual squat. And, you know, me trying to get up out of that, I'm 44. It's not a good look. I sort of feel like I struggle. I feel like I've got to roll onto my side, roll onto the floor and then stand up. It's like, it's, it's tricky, you know? So you're right. Getting, getting the ergonomics of it right is important. Yeah, so he's uh, some of the points he sort of uses as, as a, like a marking system yes. is uh, comfort, Correct. Uh, the view. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. The view's a great one, you know. Uh, uh, but again, uh, some some benches though don't have a back, so then the view changes. I think that does that get more points. I think it should because that means you can sit this way or that way. What do you mean? You, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. So, what you, so mean. you get different views. Like one side yes. you could be facing the canal, the other side you could be facing a castle. I don't like that because if someone's in sitting behind you and you're sitting with someone, you can't have a chat because then effectively their head is right behind yours. They're going to hear your whole chat. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. No, 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 not that. I'm just saying it's one bench, so no one can sit behind you. Oh, the, oh, right. So there's no back. There's no back. Yeah. Right. Straight, straight down mark for me. You need a backrest. You can't have a bench without a back. I, I don't even like that about my kitchen table. You know, I've got a bench on one side of my kitchen table. Yeah, I love it. I, oh, I hate. I know you. That's always why I always sit, sit there. I hate that because I'm like, you, I need. No, I need to know that someone's got my back. Um, so I need to, you want to, you want to know it's there. So there's obviously, um, what did I say? Comfort views. And the other thing is location. Cause he says that's kind of key and you know, where it needs to be. And he basically, what he does is he go around and he gives a, a, a mark out of 10 and he goes, I've seen so many accounts of people sort of rating food and stuff, but you know, he goes, this is kind of practical and it could help people. And, um, since Brilliant. then people have been sending him, uh, pictures of other benches from like, you know, other parts of the world. So he's been doing what? it in the UK. But, um, you know, now he's going global. And I think, amazing. Global. It's like, I want to go and sit in that bench in Australia because I've there seen There are no benches in India. There are what? There are no benches in India. I think is there that... is, Cage. I think if there are, then they've been taken already. People have what? already moved, have got a house on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, uh, uh, no, I, I get what you Cage do, is trying but, to say. But the, the benches is... exist because I've, I've sat in some, in some parks and stuff in, in Mumbai. So they must exist. So Kedge, you lying? Are you just making that up? But, 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 I've seen no, but with Kedge's point, someone could live there at night. Exactly. Desi men love a bench. Oh, because yes. yes. To lie on it. To lie on oh, it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I see actually, oh, that's another side point. You see people taking breaks from work, like particularly like people who are proper grafters or laborers or whatever, and you see them have a little kip on it. I think I could never have a kip on a bench. I just couldn't close my eyes in a public place. But our old Desi men, particularly, like I want to just say in Toronto, in Canada, you know, in, in uh, Browntown, uh, Brampton, um, it, all, the, all the Punjabi Sangh uncles, man, they line themselves up on the bench and they spend the whole day there. And it's quite difficult because you have to have, because that pose of one leg up, one leg straight, <laughs> one hand behind your head, and, you know, and, and, and the other hand hanging down. It's a balancing act. I think that's genius. Yeah. Has anyone actually seen the benches in Southall, on Southall Broadway, towards, towards the other end? Has, has anyone believe, been there to see, no, to see them? But I can't believe we've got so much to say about benches. I'm loving I, the fact I, that I we can just go on about benches. I've sat on a few benches in Southall Broadway. <laughs> okay, no, so, 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 no, no, I'm Why? talking about, so if you go past, past, like, the high street bit, as if you're going towards Hayes, the bench yeah. is there. Yeah. Have you seen how they've sort of put them together? So, like, you'd kind of think the benches would 
sort of both be facing the road, like looking yes. at something. Yes. But instead of right. two benches facing the road, they've basically put them so two benches are facing each other. Each other. Do you see what I mean? So more people to talk to each other maybe as well yes do, do you know what i mean Tom, tommy looks a bit yeah weird. like a social they make it they almost make a little lounge that's make a bit the, weird don't you think on a high street yeah yeah but it's kind of encourages community spirit so maybe it's kind of cool you can just you know, everyone knows everyone in Southall, so it's fine it is yeah. <laughs> so their, their second bubble is going to be all the way in east london because the whole of Southall is one bubble <laughs> but I'm curious, then, actually, genuinely, are you, were you serious about that? That you don't get benches just like in public area, like in like on streets or, I don't know, by little view spots in India? You know, like I don't know, I don't know. No, I, I think you do. Kedge, Kedge is making that up, I think. Oh, do. okay. I thought maybe, I thought, because like Bessie's love it so much. I'm like, how can it not? I was just about to say, Kedge, that's another business idea. We're going to go and just make benches. No, but I get, but then if you look at, for example, I'm, I'm just thinking of like the, the, the seats in like Mumbai airport, people are sleeping on them the whole day. Like in the oh. end. So that, that's what, what Kedgy's kind of. Actually, you, you made me just think of something else. And you know what I don't like about bench seating at an airport is God. when they have the hard metal arms between them. Oh, you can't sleep. God, that is the worst. Can't lie across it. You know what? When, when, so Satch, when you and I are at Heathrow or Gatwick and flying out to Dubai to go enjoy some <laughs> sunshine during lockdown, <laughs> risking our lives to be guinea pigs for the <laughs> yeah. nation and the Take world. for the team, boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, us putting ourselves on the front line like that. Clap for us, Kedge, by the way, when I'm up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, Clap for me. We'll have to lie there at the airport, maybe on a flat. But when it's all flat, black, you know, like black chairs, and you think, yes, and they're leather, you know, jack, but it's got a little bit of sponge. Brilliant. Flight's delayed? No worries. I've got my six seats. I'm all right. But I mean, with, with this benches story, the only kind of thing that I was thinking about was the fact that, you know, like we've obviously been in lockdown for the whole of this year. Like what have we kind of noticed that, you know, you know, you, you walk past every day and you think, okay, that's a bit different or that might change. Or, you know, you might have noticed something in the winter where things have changed from the summer and you thought, well, maybe that needs to be a bit different or. Well, for me, the, the things that you would rate instead of benches, what yeah, you kind of, what yeah. you, you'd be like the people's monitor of. Going on my runs, and, and I think this guy has really inspired me now, and I'm going to take it seriously, but I would like to do the same kind of Instagram account, and it would be rate my fountain, but it would be the drinking fountains that are available for publics. Very good. Because, okay, keep going. because every time I'm running, they, they become very important, especially when you slightly go you know, on longer runs, you're off road slightly. So, you know, when you do get to a point where there's a fountain and I just think I could judge it on cleanliness, the the force of water that's coming out, yeah. the angle that you have to dip your head. Because sometimes mm. you have to actually really put that whole nozzle in your gob before you get any kind of water. Do you know what I mean? So Did it's that just... bring back memories, having to put the whole nozzle? I mean, what, 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 are you uncomfortable with this sensation? Or are you enjoying this? of uh, school when okay. we had one of those. Except for ours, you had to put your foot down really hard yeah. to pump yeah. the water up. And it was just like, and you know that most of the people have gobbed it. Uh, but, you, yeah. but you're thirsty. And, you know, your teacher won't let you go and get a glass of water anywhere else. So you'd have to... I, I went at school. Now that you just said that, I've got this strong memory of like this dome-shaped thing that came out of the wall, like half a dome, mm. and it had a heavy, big, brassy-looking button at the top that you almost in winter would seize up. You really had to press it down hard to get the barney out That's of it. The one. That's yeah. the one. So I would like to rate my fountain. 
Yeah, okay, right, right, the, right, the drink event. Funny enough, yeah, uh, no, on the, wait, sorry, yeah, like, as in, yeah, <laughs> not my fountain. No, not, right. not your own, like, like, look yeah. how well Kedge can turn himself into a fountain. Yeah, everyone. No, no. just rate the fountain. <laughs> well, on that note, on the runs, what I've noticed when you're running, you think how well people look after their front gardens. Like, they've Ooh. got like nice just, shrubs and pots. Bro, I've got one basil plant. It is always on the verge of death. Even as soon as I bring it back in from, from the store and I put it in my house, it starts to die very quickly. Like, I'm rubbish at it, right? And I'm supposed to be like from a farmer stock in Punjab. Yeah, right. I can't even, can't even stay on top of the garden. But some people are so good and like, there's no leaves in their garden their drains are all nice and clear you know like proper pride over it i'm like i want to rate people's gardens because i have, think they spend a lot one, of time on it they deserve it do you have one near your gaff that you would say yes that is the number one garden Several. that you always go past oh, okay because i know there's one here that I, every time i walk past it i go best garden i always i always say it as if they're listening but i always yeah. look at it and go best front garden yeah. in in this whole area yeah you want them you want them to be in their window in their kind of house and just yeah. through the glass here just a guy to himself turn around look at their lawn and whatever they got and go best garden and go do you hear what you just said you said we've got you know what's so garden. good about this garden it's it's, nice it's not rectangle it's like in a like an in an arc shape right that that comes to the front where the footpath is and then on the right hand side it's got a drive which is like, which is the other arc of if if you imagine a rectangle and it's got just like three beautiful trees at the front and his grass looks like astroturf. Yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, see, well done him. So that's what I mean. You rate your front garden. So rate your front garden. Uh, we've got um, you know rate the rate your fountain, your local yeah. fountain. Yeah. Uh, Satch, what you what would you be? See, the most- for for me, it would have been um, rate rate the lighting in the area, like being outdoors. Because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I think this year, more than anything, it's gone from, you know, being sort of nice and sunny very quickly to just it being dark at sort of half past four. Yes. And, um, you know, some of the sort of walking routes I was doing in the summer, completely pitch black in the winter. And I was just like, do, do, do you know what I mean? Because you, you, you're just unaware of this. Like, the lighting. Wait, the lighting. For the people that don't like... For people who are scared of the dark, what is this? Not really scared of the, but it's just it's, it's some places you're yours is harder to to rate because you have to no, think, take I a circumference of of the area. I think to, it's just more a case of like look at that path; it's well lit up. Oh, so you say to rate the rate rate the lighting on a path. You yes, on the Instagram Rate the lighting on a path. You know, you know what Satch wants to do this. Satch just wants to get down with the kids so he can go around and go see that path. That's lit. See that path. That's lit. <laughs> चला गया मैं दूर तूने भी रोका नहीं दिल को दर्द ऐसा मिला जिसकी दवा नहीं पड़ा लकीरों से पर कुछ भी हुआ नहीं चलो ये मान भी लिया अब तू मेरा नहीं तू मेरा नहीं चला गया मैं दूर तूने भी रोका
I have got probably the best story that's going to probably... Well, I think for this year, this is the best story. Oh, because, well, that's a big statement, Ken. It is a big statement. And it's come late in the year. Well, as long as right. it's come. But exactly. Better late than never. You are going to love this, both of you, because I know you are fans. Bollywood power couple, Gauri and Shah Rukh Khan. Who? Gauri. 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 Shahrukh and Gauri. They have teamed up with... Gauri. All right, Mr. Gujarati teacher. Uh, They've teamed up with Airbnb to welcome you to their Delhi home. Check this out. It's a -a one-of-a-kind experience that will give a lucky duo, that could be you two, to spend the night... Now we're going to Dubai, not Delhi. (laughs) ...in the Khan home and enjoy their warm hospitality. Look at that. Guests will leave this extraordinary experience having spent a a, a day in the life of the Khans with their personalised keepsakes from the family. So you'll be able to take things home from this Airbnb? No way. You can't take take things home from any Airbnb. They are letting you. And (laughs) I'll tell you what, I've seen photos of this. There's a massive wall painting in a massive gold frame of Shah Rukh Khan. I'm taking that and walking out with that. Massive. Well, then you stand to lose your deposit and potentially face uh, criminal charges. I'm just saying, anyone listen to this, you cannot take anything despite no, how much you love Sharon. i you. Anyway, you let can't. me give you more description. It's uh, nestled in the elegant South Delhi neighbourhood of Banshil Park. Um, you can rate the bench there while you're at it. Um, the Khan home has been um, lovingly designed, obviously, by Goldie, who is a, is an interior uh, Why fashion. Why do you think go? Go, no. <laughs> because that's if i'm reading the news on the bbc um and it uh, (laughs) and apparently it's got some beautiful ornaments and collectibles in it that you know that they've collected from when they're traveling around the world um and um i just think it's a brilliant it's a brilliant brilliant does it say how much it is um actually this is a they're letting you win this opportunity now oh yeah so uh, what have you got to do? Well, firstly, it's only open to two people. It, it, it must be a small place. It must be a small because they said it's only open to two two lucky people. Well, not necessarily. Why? What? Just two people? They don't. I mean, two people. You could run around in it, probably. I don't know. I'm get. I can't imagine Shah Rukh Khan having a small gaff. Why not? You think I, Shah Rukh Khan's got a big one? Is that how you picture? All you've got to do, applicants, all they need to do is in the signature pose that Shah Rukh Khan has of the open arm pose, mm. right? Describe what open arms welcome means to you. Oh, okay. So you've got to so just, so basically you've got to describe the feeling of embracing someone. Well, inv- explaining how a warm, inviting welcome will help you belong at this place while you're away from home. Okay. So you have to submit that's, that's your quite, entry. That's quite a hard question, I think. It's a very difficult question. You should go until the 30th of November to uh, to apply. So, hold on. So, where do you apply? This is good. I'd love out some of our listeners Airbnb. just give it a go. Huh? Airbnb.com. So you, oh, you got Airbnb. It's, a, it's an official competition thing with them. Oh, do it. We should so do it. So, hold on. What, what is our reason? Why? What are the benefits of an open arm 
hug. Or what does that mean? What what what's the question you're saying? What does it mean to you? <laughs> yeah, properly. I'm going to read it again. In homage of Shah Rukh Khan's signature open arm pose, applicants must let us know what an open arms welcome means to them, explaining how a warm, inviting welcome helps them belong while they are away from home. I well, if you, get it. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably actually I just, if I was being truthful, I'd just reply and go, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> but, but can you just throw my name into the mix for the, for the stay at the pad? Tommy Sandu, you know, that blue tick fella who just always, by the way, by the way, is, is Gary and Charak Khan going to be there when you win this prize? Because yeah, if I was paying all this money or whatever to, to, to rent their house, I want them to stay there. I want to stay yeah. with them. For Kedge, Kedge is going, yeah, you can take all their furniture. They're going to be there. Charak's going to wipe your tit there. Gordy's going to kind of, you know, flush the toilet for you. Don't worry. you got you got them right here. Lucky they're I'm your just, mate. I'm just going through the T's and C's. They're Super not, hosts. They're not going to be there, but right. uh, you can enjoy their warm hospitality because... Gori has curated a personalized experience for guests, which include a festive dinner of the Khan family favorites. That'll be interesting. Uh, and also a movie marathon of Shah Rukh Khan's most notable and favorite films. Guests will leave. And that's what I said. Guests will leave this extraordinary experience, having spent the day in the life of the Khans with personalized keepsakes from the family. Okay, as a yeah. Memory of this unique yeah. event. So, so what, yeah, what they're doing there, they're giving you things to take rather yes. than saying, hey, take what you take, want off the walls, right, like that yeah. giant picture of, of my husband. Can you imagine me just walking that flat with a massive gold framed picture? I think, I think I'd be a bit gutted if I won that prize, though, I think, if, if I didn't get to meet them. Do you, do you see what I mean? Talking as if he's already won it. No, but I'm just saying, like, I, if I won the prize to go and stay at his house, I, I'd it, like, at least be like, oh, here you go, mate. Want him to be there? Yeah, I do want him to be there. Actually, it's his house. Be there. If I won it, I'd put up loads of pictures of me and him, so that if any, <laughs> so that if anybody else went, they go. Look, he was really close with Tommy, wasn't he? <laughs> loads of them, and I do like loads of editing, so I change same outfits photo. in it and things same like that. Photo. Just a yeah, six hundred. Just yeah, just change the color of my shirt, like in, but you know, bit of a bit of a Photoshop afterwards, and uh, and then just put it up everywhere, and then I just have Shara. I just want to see Sharik's face as he walks in and go, oh for God's sake, what's he done? What's he bloody done? There's pictures of Tommy everywhere. It'd be I great. Think, I think this is a great idea. I think years to come, maybe you know, the Brownload House and the kitchen might be up there on a, on an Airbnb platform. You know, this is uh, where the <laughs> Tommy's uh, put your hands on Airbnb. Bugger um, <laughs> off! <laughs> since when has it been the Brownload House? This ain't YouTube or the YouTube offices. No, you come around to my house to record stuff <laughs> Brown load house, I love that. this is where they did you know the christmas episode this uh, is where they did, yeah. you know the other uh, diwali no, episode don't worry don't worry brother i'll make you my my own brown load house don't worry i'll send it straight <laughs> over a little box okay you can keep that <laughs> मुझ में तुझको मिला था जो सुकून ले गई कि मुझसे चेहरे का नूर छोटी तस्वीर तेरी से कहाँ मैं रखूँ जीना तूने मुझसे क्यों मेरा सुकून कहाँ 
Sounds like Sharuk, rhymes with Sharuk, but Taruk. Look up the video to that one. Have you boys seen the video to that? <laughs> Have you caught it? He's got like this virtual headset on, and then he kind of goes into this kind of AI world where he's with this girl. I'm just saying, when he gets an actual proper girlfriend, then like he's not going to be allowed to have that line around. His girlfriend's going to go, oh, what's this? Put it on. Oh, okay. You you enter a fantasy world. I don't think that's... That's like having a stash of naughty mags. That's like the new version of that. So, um, but but great video. Go check it out. And oh, a very, very catchy song. Daruk and Sukun, brand new to Sony Music India. Check it out. I talk about brand new stuff. What's brand new for you boys? How have your minds grown? What have you learned? What do you know about this week? Share some knowledge with the people. In things we learn. In things we, things learn. we learn. It's things we, we learn. Shall I go first? Yes, please. So my story is about, um, it's actually about KFC in China. We speak oh, a lot, we, 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 we speak <laughs> a lot about KFC. Sach has done a secret KFC deal. Maybe, Sach, is there something you want to tell us about? Yeah, it's funded my trip to Dubai. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and Tommy's, by the way. Sorry, kids. It's because you don't eat. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, so this story I thought was interesting. Usually we talk about generally the food and what's what's coming out, but... The reason why, you know, this story kind of caught my eye is because that in China and in Shanghai in particular, you can actually get a KFC sort of vehicle that goes around selling KFC food with no driver in the vehicle. What? Like, a, like, a, like an ice cream van, like an but automated. So yeah. run on what GPS and sat nav. Yeah. So basically you, you sort of order it off your phone and it would find you like to, to kind of what? know what. Then you have a QR code on your phone, which uh, you sort of put up to sensor and it sort of rolls out your order. Comes straight out the truck, nice and hot, KFC on the go, wherever you are. That's been made at KFC HQ and then obviously the van brings it out, like like say a delivery yeah. or whatever. No, yeah. I think, I think like it, a drone. Yeah. 
Well, I think it might even be sort of made like maybe about an hour before and they've just filled it up with all the sort of different bits and then it kind of puts your meal together and gives it to you. Nah. How, can, how can it have a chip frying thing in there? No, no, no. As in, it's all been made, but I'm just saying like, you know, it's in boxes and stuff and it gives you all the right sort of bits for your meal. You can do that now, Ked. You can get dispensing machines that have like hot meals coming out of it, pizzas baked in front of you, all that yeah. stuff. You can get, you can get, so they've obviously, they put that sort of technology, or even if it's just a, a regular kind of van that holds it or picks it up from KFC, they load it up and then it comes around to you. Either way, these are self-driving KFC. It's just like, it's like the chicken wants to come to your house. That's what it's doing. It's basically like the chicken's, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, divine intervention. I, I reckon, I reckon that, in the UK, someone is picking that up and running away with it. Of course. I, I, again, you know, it's come out in China. I don't. What do you mean? It's, do you, gonna, oh, sorry. it's not going to work mean, in the UK. Do you mean it's an idea, Kedge, or do you mean actually someone's going to steal the well, van? Well, no, because because someone's going to steal the van. Oh, yeah, okay. someone's going to steal the van. That, I, I can't imagine that van being that big because you know it's self-automated and all of that. Yeah, no, it's, it's quite small. It's like like sort of. I, I wouldn't even say that. Like it's like like the size of a trolley or something. Yeah, the size of a smart car, I'd say. Okay. Well, do you know fun. that sort of stuff? How much chicken do you want? That's all right. <laughs> and by the way, I, I, well, that, that's a cool thing you learn. But I've got to pick a bone with you, actually, Satch, because oh, you, you KFC you, bone. Yeah, well, yeah, you said, um, oh, Tommy, have you seen the new festive menu? Oh, got? yes, yeah, right? no, I, I, I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Right, and then um, what? And what did you say that you had from there? What did you tell I, us? I've, the, I've got bone? a bone to pick with them as well. To be quite honest with you, go on. So, what so, did you have? The festive, of, uh, yeah, maybe I think was it last week, the week before we said there was this um, new gravy box meal that came out, right? Yes, and yeah. I, I brought that news to the table. Well done, Kedge. Thank you very much. Thank you. And um, so yeah, it's come around for Christmas and all of this kind of jazz. And um, I had it the other day. Tommy, oh. you had it. I had it today as my birthday meal. Oh, oh, <laughs> that, was, that was what I wanted. Well, Satch, tell them what you told me. What do you? What do you say? What did you say? Yeah, well, I had it. I had it over the weekend, and I just thought. I, I, it don't do it for me. Gravy on a burger just don't do it for me. Oh, oh did, had they? Did they pour the the gravy over the burger when they gave it to you? You have to do it. You have to do. It. You don't have to do anything, Satch. That's you not how it works. No, you have to do it. It's in the that's, advert. That's that's it. exactly that's in the advert. That was the, that was the whole story. That's that the whole point. The, you, if you lift yeah. up the the top bun, it's got like a little indent in the hash brown that you pour the don't you listen to the brown load. They're really good at this kind of thing. They really talk about all these things I that mean, happened before. I mean. Else. Even the vegetarian, the vegetarian explained what you needed to do. Yeah. And what did you do, Tommy? Because you look really confused right now. I had, I had the meal today. Firstly, it was fantastic. It was everything. <laughs> it was what you get is you get a burger with a hash brown in it. So you get the Philip burger with the hash brown and cheese in it. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Right? My mouth's full with water again. Get a portion of chips. You yeah. get a strip of boneless chicken. Yes. Uh, and a drink all in a box. Thank yep. you very much. Right. Yep. I may I may have ordered two hot, two hot wings for ninety nine p because it was just there, right? Now, did you did you so did you not put the gravy on the burger? No, I didn't. I, di oh. I didn't know. I didn't know that. That's the but, whole I, but but I dipped away, and actually, I was thinking this pot of gravy is perfect size for me to take a bite and then use the corner that I've created of the crescent to dip and keep doing that as I slowly rotate the burger, working my way through the circumference. I of think, it I think what Tommy has described. I think he played it quite well there, Satch. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're getting soggy. Yeah, that, that wouldn't work for me. That doesn't yeah, no, work. but I, I just went along with what the instructions. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Being that being the good citizen I am. Some yeah. of us are leaders. Some of us are followers. Satch, I think you just <laughs> all I'm out. saying. All I'm saying is, I didn't like a soggy burger. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't. Have, and actually, I didn't finish all the gravy, so it doesn't need that much. 
you know, they give you apple. Plus, did yours come with the gravy nays? Yeah, which I think it, it did nothing for me. Oh, I was all right with the gravy nays. I thought this is this is nice. This is nice. This is, it was a nice little touch. Uh, yeah. So basically, I, even though you dissed it, I went against you and I went and ordered it anyway. And I don't regret it. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I got a thing I learned. I got a brilliant thing I learned. This is probably the best thing you'll ever learn in your whole life. Oh, who do I sound like? The big brother, mate. No, yeah. that's my impression of Kedge. Like <laughs> you know, oh my God, are you ready? Guys, you are going to love this story. Oh, what I mean, Stop. the best. He says every week. I mean, therefore, he's, you know, the words it's, don't mean anything. He keeps on getting better. He had the best story this week, apparently. Yeah, of course he did. Of course I've he did. I've forgotten about it. I've forgotten and about it. Yeah, next week, it'll be the best story again. Don't worry. So, um, talking of all the... We talk about food a lot, as you boys know, right? So, we love our food. Mm. So, when you're hungry, what happens? Tell me. You, you, you run to the fridge. No, no. What, what happens to you? How are you feeling? Describe... Angry. What, you get hangry, don't you? Angry, yeah. That's, something you, that's one way to describe it. Satch, what about you? Stomach makes noises sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just what, like, what, oh, yeah. What, what, what kind of noises does it make? Good, 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 good. What would you call that? He said, oh, I'm so hungry that my tummy is... Growling. R- growling, that's what you'd say. Yeah. Rum- what you- like rumbling. Rumbling. Rumble. Both incorrect. Both the incorrect words for that noise. I can tell you the proper... Oh, fact. Hold on, wait. Wait. Fact. Go on. Is it a roar? No. So you think that... R- what you called rumble, or what did you call this other one? You got it? Um, good, good. Good, good. Um, it is the rumble of your stomach it's, yeah that's the most common word used it's also completely incorrect there is one particular word for that noise that your tummy makes when you're hungry go on go on I want to hear this you, the, what you must say from now on is mm. my, my stomach it's... is wumbling w a m B-L-I-N-G. Wambling or wamb- yeah, wambling. My stomach Where is wambling. Did um, Jonathan Ross make that word up? No. <laughs> no, he did not. Wambling is what it is. It's, honestly, look up the word wambling. Definition of the word W-A-M-B-L-I-N-G. That reminds me of like this big rat thing. What were they called? Where That's did the wombles. Wombles. Definition of what wamble or womble, I don't know how it's pronounced. I think it's pronounced wambling, especially of the stomach, a reeling or staggering gait or movement is what it also means. So it's a it's a a wambling of the stomach is the official wambling and gambling at the same time. Yes, you could be. You could be. Yes, you, said you could. If you're if you're onto a winning streak, you're yeah. really hungry. But the casino should bring over snacks. I, I'm a big. I like it when they bring over free stuff oh, while you're good. while you're gambling. So they you shouldn't be gambling when you're gambling. There you go. So I am. Um, you know, How keep you come across that. That's, I love that. That's a good fact, isn't it? That's is good fact. That's good I think, fact. I, I'll be honest. You know the game. I'm hooked on playing online all the time. In fact, I've stopped sending you screenshots of it because I'm sadly playing it. Like sometimes at midnight, and it's Scrabble. Scrabble on my phone. I've always oh, yeah. loved. I've always loved word games. I've always loved Countdown. I love with that. And it just came up. Wambling came. Up. I was like, what's that mean? Wambling. But very quickly, side note before we move on. Casino. It's been ages since I've been to. Oh, a casino. Oh. Don't say that. It's been. Let's go. Let's go do that when it all opens up. Let's go and do that. Koi casino jab khul jate heto heto. We'll be down there for our for our drinks and our non wambling munchies. Let's go. <laughs> Love that. Come on. Love it. Right. So uh, 
obviously Satch came up with a great little story for a, a, a story that not only is you know goes straight to the stomach with his KFC story, but it's it's good for the environment, isn't it? Because obviously that means less journeys to yes yeah. to, to you know people going in cars and all that. And I'm going to sort of piggyback on that and give you a story which well, is presuming yeah. it's an electric car. I'm just saying because well, I think it uses a vehicle, so yeah, yeah. Pre- presume that. Well, no driver, I'm guessing it's electric car. But I've yeah. got something as well, which is, again, you know, and I know everyone has uh, had a, this year has had a chance to really look at themselves and look at how we can uh, sort of, uh, protect the environment let's get a little bit more sort of you know environment friendly let's cut down our carbon emissions uh, let's try and save water let's not put plastic in in the yeah. sea all of that all of that yeah all of that here we go yeah i could tell you how you can save you not you all of you just you one of you you oh. can save 2200 liters of water a year you can start doing it tomorrow morning or maybe how? this morning, depending how? on when you're listening. Yeah, how? How? All you've got to do is go for a wee during your shower. Oh, I can't. I can't. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So, you, how many? So, okay. I see what so you're by doing. Peeing by, the shower, by peeing in the shower, you are saving 2,200 litres of water a year. But I only take one shower a day. I pee more than that a day. So yes. what do I do for the other three, no, no, four, that, five times I'm going for no, a week? Even if you just do that one pee, you're still saving 2,200 litres of water. That is br- amazing. But then also, sorry, I'm just, I'm, I want to help. I do. I want to be a part of this. So I'm just help me. Get I, uh, there, right? please feel free so, to ask me. so my first, like, I wake up, I wake up with the desire to go for a pushab in the morning, right? So let's say 6 7 o'clock, yeah. right? Mm. I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to quickly take off my cup of jump in the shower because that might not be wakey up time. It might just be pushab time. Do you see what yeah. I mean? But that mm-hmm. means you're drinking water late into the night. If you yeah. stop drinking water by 8 o'clock in the evening, you will have a whole night's sleep and not have that urge at 5.30. I'll so be, be dehydrated. I need yeah, to... I, need, I agree. I need look, at my, look at my youthful right skin, now. bro. Look at my... Look at this skin. It's beautiful. Oh it's because I'm I'm do on you, it. Man. Do you honestly stop drinking water, but after eight o'clock, uh, before eight o'clock, Kedge? I don't. I don't necessarily stop drinking, but I have now discovered with my body that if I stop drinking any liquid by eight o'clock, and you know I get up early at five. <laughs> any liquid. He's broadening it out and having a few beers as well. Just pointing out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any liquid. Shot. Um, yeah. But if I stop drinking liquid after eight o'clock, I can sleep all night without having to. You, without having that little burst and the urge, I, 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 I think this is a problem for people in their forties. Yeah, for old boys like Kedge. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I think this is a brilliant idea. I was I, I from from what we've had as a conversation so far. I think peeing in the shower is not a problem for either of you. Well, the I, thought, I thought you would have brought that up as a big sort of problem. No, well, for, I, well that, that is a problem. Right. I was thinking, though, you gave me such a hard time for saying that I brush my teeth in the shower. That's surely a bigger help, because think of the water running as you brush your teeth in the sink. That's extra barney being used for the brushing of the teeth. If you combine this story with what Tommy does, I mean, you know, all of a sudden you're going to be greener than green. Heal the world. That's it. Make it a better place. Well, then, well, then you might as well take, take it one step further and be like, "All right, cool. I've got to brush my teeth. I've got to have a pee. I've got to chop the vegetables up in in, in the sink. <laughs> wash the, the wash the, the gudgeon. Take, 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 
yeah, take all the coriander in the shower with me and shower that down while I'm having a sh- Like, where does it stop, Kedge? Oh, <laughs> maximum use of the body. As if it's, if it's all dropping down, how many things can you clean as it's dropping down? I mean, you know, keep on going. So I might as well have a shower with all my with my basil plant pot so it stays watered. <laughs> take it in, just, take it all in tomorrow, mate. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna be surrounded by Alugande and like all these, <laughs> all my, my veggie my veggie patch from the garden. Tell me, why is there a veggie patch in the shower? Kedge's idea, babe, Kedge's idea. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I am definitely not having dinner around your house, mate, if you're watching all your stuff <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Kedge, I, I, to be fair, I, I'm quite disappointed by the things you've learned this week. I'm just saying. Right, that's a brilliant one. No, I do like. I, I do what I do like about that fact though is that with, with little with little changes we can make big. Differences. I get that, but I, I don't think that there's a bit of a problem with his solution. Yeah, that you don't we in the shower, and I love this. But I would start with the teeth brushing. I, I think you're going to freak people out because also, like, I couldn't handle we just being around my feet at the bottom of the. Shower. I'm like, oh man. Huh? There is a bit, puggle that goes yeah, down. It doesn't go down. It doesn't, it's not an empty big hole. I know you've got some bend shower with a big hole. You take a dump in it as well. Mine, takes, mine swirls around a little bit before it goes down. Oh, my God. It doesn't go straight into an empty hole. No, kids, kids said to put your trainers on before you go in the shower. So yeah, don't go on your like, feet. He, 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 he's that guy. He, go, he, goes in, he goes in with his swimming trunks and a pair of chapel on. He's, like, he's on my arm. Oh, Oh dear! Takes his soap back out with him. No, okay. Maybe, well, maybe he still has a bucket bath. I don't know. Yeah, a few of them recently as well because of uh, water plumbing issues. But um, I'll tell you what did make me hold my wee was um, the whole of the Undertaker hysteria this week or weekend, and it's just been. I was so glued to the telly. Like I said, I forgot I even had to go to the loo, but it was incredible. Can I pause just a minute, right? For, the, for I'm not a f- follower of wrestling now. I remember The Undertaker from back in the day and Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior and all this, right? All that, right? But I didn't realise the guy was still going. What happened this weekend that was so much hysteria? What, talk, talk me through it. Why is it, such a, why is it a big deal? Well, this was his last ever fight. He was finally retiring. He was going to be fighting a Survivor Series, which happened on the Sunday gone. Yep. Um, and that's, this was it. And I did not know. And this is, could be part of, you know, the things you've learned. He's been in the in the game for 30 years. Yeah. So I started watching him when I was 10. That's mad. And and like him. And, you know, Satch would know who's the fella who runs it all. Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon, yeah, yeah. He's still there. They all look the same still. I yeah. didn't I thought the Undertaker was a different person throughout the you know the yeah, decade. They might, might have changed same guy. So went a little ginger and, and you know, do you remember Satch? He went yeah. different. But it's the same Undertaker. And then I started going into watching his documentary, The Last Ride. It's brilliant. Yeah, isn't what's it? that one? Um well, I saw it on BT Sport, but I don't, I don't know where. I know, I know it's I out on, it on them. Now. Yeah, WWE Network, like with their own sort of streaming thing. That's where I saw it. But oh, it's. Br- I mean, if you watch, re- I, I don't think you need to be watching wrestling recently to enjoy this. If you want, I like you were, legacy. I like legacy stories. Then, you know, someone's been in a business for thirty years. Yeah. Exactly. And it's his legacy and the way he talks about it and the hard work. And I mean, we all know it's fake and people go, oh, but it's all fake. But 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 the talent to make it look like that. And, oh, you know, when, yeah. he, when it, you know, as he was getting near the end of his career and he was fighting, he did that fight where it was a death match, wasn't it? And he and he talks about it and he goes, did I really agree to do to do a death match? And maybe I wanted to pull out and all of this kind of stuff. And then they do this move where it gets him in a headlock and then they it's like a slam. And he didn't land it. And his neck just goes crack because, you know, and you just think 
Like he's dead. Wait, wait, no, rate him. He carries on and he fought, you know, he finishes mm. the fight and he gets on with it, yeah. But he goes, he was in so much pain after that, mm. you know, and his wife's like, mate, you gotta call it a day. He was, you know, and he was just like, You don't realise this, and you get to see the Undertaker as a human being, and I love that and and how he wanted to be the best. And I think what was important that we will all agree on, and I think everyone will, that is that you know, you don't do it for the money, you don't do nah. it for fame, but you for the do- love. You're doing it for the love. Anytime you do things, Dilse, you yeah. know, it, you, even if it doesn't work out, work out, whatever technically working out is, it's it already works out because you're you're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, like look, yeah. look, this podcast, everything that we do, we do it from the heart, right? Because like this is what we just love doing. Right. So same thing. Um, I remember Dwayne the Rock Johnson saying something similar in a documentary. He said he got slammed mm. and he tore. Like I think what he had, the way he described it was was like oh my god hideous. He tore his kind of thigh muscle, the front like oh. um, the quad. You know what they call the quad, not the hamstring. So where the quad connects to your hip, yeah, at the front oh. of your leg, like from your hip, that just virtually all tore. It was hanging on, and he limped wow. out the ring. And he knew it does something bad, but he had to carry on with the fight to kind of get to the end of it, whatever. And he said he still suffers with that injury to this day. But the, but he goes when the adrenaline's running through you. And you're and you're on. It's something else nothing takes else, over. Yeah, I'm not. Else. Look, this is so not the same thing. I'm going to compare it to my own little performance. Here. But sometimes I'd be like ill and stuff, or you'd feel. As soon as we get on a mic, five minutes mm. in, it's a bit like when we go when you go for a run. You think, oh no, this aches, that aches. Five minutes in, you feel great. So everything's yeah. good. Yeah, the, the adrenaline just kicks in. So yeah, I'm a big fan of. So I'll, I'll look out for the Undertaker. And, for and, and, and while we're talking about wrestling, I'm just going to quickly mention to both of you because I haven't even had a chance to tell you, but. There's a film that's just been released this Monday starring um, David Arquette and it's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. It's his documentary about his mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and 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 you guys Who are going to love this. David Arquette, the Hollywood star. Actor, he's, he's quite, Patricia actor. Arquette and he's from a family of actors. You'll, you'll, know, you'll know when you see him, Satch. You'll know when he, you see him. Isn't he married to Courtney Cox? Isn't he married to... Um, he was in Scream. Friends. In Scream. Yeah, but... Oh no, that's why maybe I'm getting mixed up because he's in screen with Courtney Cox. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so this guy, he 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 was back back in the day, twenty years ago or something. He was asked by WCW because their ratings were low to come and um, be a part of coming to wrestling for one of the episodes or whatever, and they made him the world champion. So when he's when he becomes a world champion, apparently he um, broke the code of wrestling because he he did one of his own moves that wasn't part of the what had been Rehearsed. planned. And yeah. and he, he injured that bloke and apparently he was frowned upon. This is all a true story. And right. so then now that he's in his fifties, whatever, he had a little midlife crisis and he goes, I don't feel right because I did wrong to the wrestling community. Right. Mm. Because everyone starts hating him. So he's gone back at that Buddha age. He's trained and he's gone back to wrestling. And it just yeah. sounds incredible. This, this, this talk. apparently it's worth a watch. So well, get on to it. No, but I think the thing is, right. I think we're seeing, that older is younger. And I'm not just saying this because I've turned 44, <laughs> right? But like, look at Mike Tyson back in the ring, you know. And That's even this like, weekend. Oh, That's this yeah. weekend, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right? Look at all these, um, like even rappers, you know, like Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, all that, they're still top of their game. They're in their 50s. Speaking of they're... Snoop Dogg, very quickly, he just did an Instagram live with The Undertaker the other day. Which oh, was, yes. Which was yes. brilliant. See, it was still good. funny, still relevant. I still tried, relevant. I, 
So I think, you know, and okay, talking to podcasts as well, Joe Rogan, have you seen Joe Rogan's book? Joe Rogan's in his 50s as well, right? Mid-50s. Killing it. Phenomenal shape, ripped, but trains really up. So I'm, I just say, you know, age ain't nothing but a number and um, and good on Undertaker, good on uh, Mr. Arquette as well. You know, keep living, live for now, do it from your heart, be happy. That's, speaking of numbers, speaking of numbers, we have to go through the Fantasy Football League. Uh, oh, yes. Who's our top three? Who's going to pull it up quickest? It's kind of getting a bit boring now, to be fair. So in third position, we've got Prash Vodafone. No, totally it's the same. Is it the, the same? same guy. It's the same guy. Prash oh, Vodafone. Oh, they're guy. so good. They're five, so good. Five, seven, seven. Number two, Anjit Singh with 594 points. And in first place, Sukhbal yeah. Tour with 635. Oh, good they're so you. good. I can't see anyone dethroning those top three. Wow. And out of us three, uh, I'm still on top. Tommy's in the middle and Kedge yeah. is at the bottom. Just how I like it. Are you really? I thought you'd overtaken me this week. No, no, you're ahead of him by four points, Tommy. Oh, he's increased the lead from one to four. Well mm-hmm. done. Oh, and, so I, you... and I am 42 mm. points ahead of you, Tommy. You know why Tommy's ahead of me, isn't it? By four points. Because he used his bench boost and all of his four players got zero. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, so look at that. Look at what Kedge just did there. Kedge just cast my tactic from out. From, you know, like what's that line that Chris Brown says? <laughs> why, why are you hating from outside the club? You can't even get in. Let go. <laughs> I'm like, mate, just go back to the back of the line. Me and Satch are going to be here drinking champagne in VIP. All right? <laughs> See you later. Um, no, I love it. But you know what I lo- I'm actually really enjoying is because I don't know much about football, but I'm doing homework every week on good, who's, good. who are the things to transfer, the other... Yeah. Ta- and, this, and actually, what I'm realising, can I just say this, as a newbie to Fantasy Football League, is that it's not... It's not just as on the surface level as simple as it looks. Oh, pick your team. You know, there's strategies to play. There's things, there's ways to score points with defenders. Because I thought, oh, it's only goals that get points, you know, and things like that. But there's other things that go on and you start getting into the game more. And it's made me enjoy football more. So thank you, boys, for introducing me to your little boys game here. I'm having a wonderful time playing with the boys. Before we go, um, Mm. uh, we're still doing a podcast like this next week. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, because next week, because we always record our podcast on a Tuesday. Tuesday. The lockdown doesn't release till Wednesday the Wednesday. 2nd. So, um, so I'm playing basketball on Wednesday night because that's allowed. So, Kedge, are you back to playing Ooh, I'm back to football next Wednesday, yeah. yeah oh, perfect. amazing. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, but no, on the Tuesday, we'll do one more like this and hopefully we can all get together. Oh, no, but then you go to Dubai, Satch. I'm away, yeah. We'll yeah. still be doing this. And then, and then I go just before Christmas. So right, I'll, I'll sit here and freeze my nuts off in London by myself. <laughs> Don't worry about me. No, we'll send you pictures. Don't worry. It's be, be just like being there. <laughs> just like being there. Uh, okay, but we'll catch you next week from sunny UK and London in particular. Uh, thanks a lot for listening and tell people about the podcast. Christmas time, holiday time, at home, working from home. We are perfect company to have in the background. If, yes. you need, if you know anyone who needs a bit of cheering up, just tell them about the brown load. I promise you, it works wonders. Don't keep us to yourself, you greedy gits. We'll catch you next week. Laters. Bye. Laters.